Hi, this is Tony Allen with Signet4713.com, Gospel Way Podcast. Today's episode is titled, The One Thing I Desire. Now, when I say the one thing that I desire, I'm talking about where do you want to be or where do I want to be when my number is called and my time has expired here on earth. The one thing I desire, as King David says, is to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. All right. Now, the reading is going to come from uh, Psalms 3 and Psalms 27. But I'm going to start with Psalms 3 because <clears throat> when you hear what the word of, of God says in this psalm, it will shed light on your perspective of why we are here and our purpose here on earth. Now, one thing you must understand, first of all, you belong to the Father. And this message, it, it's for everyone. It doesn't matter your age. Because the enemy is attacking everybody. He's not discriminating of how old you are, if you're too young or too old, etc. He doesn't care. His objective is to kill, steal, and destroy God's children. Alright, so... When you meditate on Psalms 3, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, talk about my word in Psalms 3 and Psalms 27. So this is where we are. All right. Now, Psalms 3 is very powerful for anyone who is being bullied or feel, feels intimidated by anybody on this earth. Now, remember now, people... When they act this way towards you, you got to remember, it's not that physical body that you see that's that's angry at you. It's a spirit within that person. So a lot of times we become subjective to the governing spirit that is attacking us instead of pulling from the word of God and how we should respond to that spirit. Because at the end of the day. It's a spiritual battle, all right? Even though we have a physical body, your spirit being is what sustains you, all right? Because when that spirit inside of you dies, the body will follow. Whether you choose to believe it or not, when your spirit inside dies, the body will, will follow. Because if you don't have the, the will, the spiritual will to get up, to keep eating, to keep breathing, to do the things, it's your spirit inside that keeps compelling you and giving you that energy to do what's right to keep the body functioning as God has designed. All right. I'm not a medical doctor or anything like that, but it's common sense. Now, especially when I say common sense, meaning when you start reading the word and you understand that Jesus walked in the spirit. All right. And everything he taught was spiritual teachings because when you're walking in the spirit, the enemy has no rights to you. But when you become worldly and allow your flesh to dominate your thinking, then you're on his terms. You're on the enemy's terms. You're dealing with him on his terms. So back to the message that I said earlier about when someone is attacking you, when you physically see that person, it's a flesh body, not that flesh that you want to uh, uh, 
combat, you want to combat the spirit within. That's why you have to not lash out with your words on that same level that they're lashing out at, because that's the carnal mind, right? So when someone is coming against you and uh, disrespecting you or uh, trying to uh, make you feel in, in insecure or inferior, that's an enemy coming against you because watch this. God teaches us that we should edify each other, right? In love and harmony and peace. So anything outside of that is not, it's not from the father. It's not his spirit. It's not the spirit of Christ. All right. So you got to look at things in that perspective and understand that you can't take things personal towards that flesh body. What you do is you go into your prayer closet and you pray to God about it. All right. Now watch this in Psalms three. And I read this psalm over and over now to a point where I have it in my heart. It's written on the tablet of my heart and I can retrieve it at any time when any attack comes against me, no matter who it is. I don't react like I used to when I was walking in the flesh. Now I'm walking in the spirit. All right. I'm letting the spirit guide me. All right. That's that's Jesus. That's his word. All right. So when Jesus is guiding you, you're going to see things differently. In other words, when someone attacks you, it's going to bring a smile to your face. And it's, it's, it's strange to say it, but when, when these attacks come and they will be many, you're doing the right thing because the enemy wants to steal that seed within you, that word in you that's written on your heart, wants to steal it and have you react and try to govern your actions and have you react the same way that they are acting because they are they are walking in the flesh. They are blind leaders. So, in other words, when you're in the dark, you can't see anything clearly, right? So, people who attack you, they are in darkness because they can't see the light and the truth about what they're doing. All right? So, if you know the truth, all right, and you know what the Father says about you, that's what you believe. That's what you eat. That's what you stand on. All right. You don't get swayed by every doctrine or every word that comes against you to try to belittle you. You you don't you don't feed on that. You just ignore it. You rebuke it in the name of Jesus and you pray for that person because they are in darkness. All right. Now, watch this. That's what bullies are. A bully is no one is is nothing more than a person walking in darkness because they don't understand the truth. They don't understand the way you should, should walk in this life, and that's spiritual, right? Bullies are walking in the spirit too, but they're walking for the, the, the antichrist. They're walking for the devil. They're doing the devil's bidding, right? So being a, a spiritual being, that's which, which, which we are now, if you're not allowing, allowing the word to direct your path, then the world will, all right? So, Bullies are being governed by the enemy and they're doing the will of the enemy and the world's way. All right. The world's way is violence. All right. The flesh side is violence. All right. We react in the flesh the same way the enemy wants us to, to react. That's why Jesus taught us how we should conduct ourselves in this life while we're here with the time that we have. Right. So let's get back to script. Psalms 3. Lord, how they have increased who trouble me. Now think about it for a second. 
when someone's coming at you, this is what you think about. You speak the word, right? Jesus said, put me in remembrance. Let us contend together. That means speak his words. Meditate on his words. Don't use your own carnal thinking. Don't let the enemy govern how you react, right? You, you allow the spirit within you, the word of God, the truth, to come out and speak against that. Now you speak against it by using the word. The power is in the word, not your own, all right? Not your own words, not your own thinking. You come back at the enemy with the word of God, the truth, right? So, Lord, how they have increased to trouble me. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say of me, there is no help for him in God. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, and the one who lifts up my head. I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hills. I'm stop right there for a second. He heard me from his holy hills. Now, when you're praying, you got to believe that truth. You got to believe that when you pray to the father and Jesus, you got to believe that they hear you. Now, the one thing that I desire is to, to dwell in the house of the Lord. That means to walk with him now. That means to do the things that he has taught us 2000 years ago. He left his word for us. All right, so we don't have any excuse on how we should react in our behavior here today on this earth. There's no excuse. And if you don't know the truth, that's a choice because you're not choosing to read the word. The word is available. There's no excuses today, right? The, the word is everywhere. God made it so that there will be no excuses for no one. The word is everywhere. I mean, you can you can go online. You can get the word there. There's all the Bibles are online, and you can't use the excuse. Well, I don't have a computer. Well, if you have the ability to mobilize, you can get to the library. Those are free. All right. So, bottom line is, there's no excuse not to know the truth because Jesus won't be buying that when he comes back. He's gonna when he comes back. He's coming back because everybody had the ability to get to know him and to choose his way. All right. So there is no excuses. All right. So here we go. Psalms three. Lord, how they have increased to trouble me. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say of me. There is no help for him in God. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and the one who lifts up my head. I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hills. I laid down and slept. I awoke, for the Lord sustained me. Now, stop there for a second. Most of us take that for granted. Most of us think because we have an alarm clock, that's the only way we're going to wake up. Guess what? When you fall asleep, the reason why you wake up the next day is because God has granted you that time still here on earth. So you should give thanks to him in all things, right? Just to wake up each day to witness the beauty that the father has left for us to enjoy is a blessing. So that alarm clock is just a mechanical tool that we feel 
is the reason that we still are waking up each day that it helps you get up on a time that you choose but that's not the reason why you actually wake up because if God calls your number or my number that's it you're in heaven or you're in some some other place so this spirit of entitlement that I can take these things for granted we must draw a conclusion that he has final authority on the time that we have. And until you understand that truth, you know, you, you're still walking in the dark. Because at the end of the day, one thing that we must all desire is to dwell in the house of the Lord. Now, if you don't believe in God, that's your choice. All right. You're going to have to deal with that when Jesus comes back. If you choose not to surrender your life to Jesus, that's between you and Jesus. My my hope and my prayer is that you choose his way because what's written in the Bible on what's going to take place when he comes back, I don't want to have, I don't want to be a part of that. And you got to believe the truth. I mean, the truth, the enemy, he's going to keep you flooded with this stuff on this earth to keep your mind distracted from knowing the truth, right? And thinking that the one thing that you desire is the material things on this earth. <laughs> that's foolishness. Right. Because none of that stuff will last. As you know, everything progresses with time. All right. God is forward thinking. He's not one that's going to live in the past. All right. The past is just that it's behind us. Right. So with that understanding, your future and my future is to dwell with Jesus in the heavenly places. Right. So with that understanding, our walk should be to walk for Christ now today right not tomorrow because that's not guaranteed today if you hear this message today is the day all right now as it is written many are they who rise up against me that's that's you know when you're walking with the lord it, the, the enemy knows he can see that people will notice the difference and the, you, you're going to have enemies in this life that's just a given jesus said you're going to get persecuted because when you take on my name and follow my way, the enemy is going to come at you just as he came at Jesus. So it's expected. All right. But what you do is you arm yourself with the truth. Right. You don't believe into lies and what, what the, the enemy may be saying and calling you and telling you what you can and cannot do. They don't have that final say. That's the Lord's uh, final say on what you're going to become. Because guess what? You are a seed being. Right. In other words, each seed has a purpose. Right. No matter what kind of seed it is, it has a purpose and you are a seed. God has a purpose for you. So you have a reason to be here. You have a right to be here. Don't let nobody tell you that you can't be here. You don't belong this, that, the other. That's not their call. That's for the father to make that decision. All right. Because he created you and me. So with that understanding, let the father govern your life. Let Jesus direct your path, excuse me, and let that be the only thing that you think on, right? So in the word, King David, he, he left all these things inspired by the Holy Spirit and, and, and God speaking to him, right? Many are they that rise up against me. Many are they that trouble me, right? So with that, when you have the enemies coming at you, you you you, you go to the word, you find out what the word says, and that's what you believe. Now, 
If you go to Psalms 27, this is a very powerful psalm that King David uh, wrote. All right, and it starts out, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Think about that for a second. Don't just read those words. Think about what the Father's saying. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? There are question marks there. When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Wow, that's very powerful. Now watch this. Now this is King David. Verse 3. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. Because he's walking with the Lord. Now watch what he says here in verse 4. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Now watch this. It just gets better with time. And it gets better with every word that David has written, inspired by the Holy Spirit, the mind of Christ. Now watch this. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. What he's saying here is magnify the Lord, not your, your circumstances. Right? Magnify the Lord. Let your mind be set on what the Father says about you. What the word of God says. What the word, what Jesus has taught. What Jesus says about you. What Jesus thinks about you. Not what the world thinks. Because it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant when you think about it. Everything that we, we allow to bother us and keep us up at night, it's irrelevant. The one thing that I desire is to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And that means focusing your attention on what Jesus taught us. Right? He left us the word. He gave us everything that we need to to. Just grow and be fruitful in this walk while we're here. While we're here. So while you're here, don't live it in misery by allowing another human who has no understanding on the next day for themselves. In other words, why would you allow someone to trouble you when they're trying to find their way the same as you? So your, your, your perspective needs to change, your outlook, our outlook needs to change and focus on what Jesus says about us, where we want to be when, we, when, when our time is up, when that number is called, our number is called. What have you done with the time that you have here? 
Have you spent any of it trying to get to know Jesus? This is a question that we must ask ourselves. When we look in the mirror and the person that you see, watch this now, that flesh body is not permanent. It will leave and you will get a glorified body. All right, so your, your spirit inside, you should live for Christ because the body is temporal. It will leave. It, it, has to, it cannot go into the heavenly places. It's corrupt. The flesh is wicked in its nature. And God's not going to have the flesh up there. No flesh can, can survive in the heavenly realms with, with the Lord. None. We all have to be transformed. And it starts with your spirit. It starts with your spirit. Your spirit transforms first. You got to allow Jesus to, to live inside of you. Right. Write the words on the tablet of your heart. That's how he can identify who is his. It's, it's, it's according to what we're saying and how we're walking here today. Right. So with that understanding, the one thing that I desire is to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So that means start walking with him now. Get to know Jesus now. It's never too late. It's never too late. No matter what you did in the past, all your sins are, once you are born again and make the Lord Jesus, Lord and Savior and King in your heart and, and confess with your mouth that he is Lord. He is the son of the most high God. He died and was and risen on the third day and is now seated at the right hand of the father, constantly interceding. On our behalf and make him Lord, King, and Savior over your life. That means surrender all your ways, all the worldly ways. Surrender it and walk with him. It's not that, listen, a lot of times we, we feel like, wow, we're going to lose out if we walk with Jesus. That's, that's the biggest lie. That's the biggest misconception about the truth. The truth of the matter is, when you actually surrender it all to the Lord, he puts you on the right track to prosper. And when you prosper, it just multiplies. If you do it your way, you're going to struggle every day. It's a struggle. And you worry about each day. When you walk in with the Lord, you don't worry about nothing. Because you know God's God has your back. He has you in the palm of his hands and he's going to take care of his own. All right. And you got to believe that you got to settle that truth in your heart. You got to believe that, you, you know, it's one thing to say it. Right. But you, well, it starts with saying it because when you start saying things, guess what? You are moving things in this earth. Your words got power and it moves things on your behalf in your walk on how you want to be in this life, where you want to be in this life. You got to speak these things, right? Your words have power, right? So this is the reason why the Lord says, that's the one thing I'm going to judge is what comes out of your mouth because whatever's coming from your mouth, it resides in your heart. From out of the heart, the mouth will speak, all right? So let's go to verse seven as it, as it is written. Back to what King David was saying here. All right, verse 7. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, 
my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Now watch this now. He didn't say, my voice said to you. He said, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. That means the word is there. King, King David had that word written on the tablet of his heart. All right. He, he, he lived to please the Lord. All right. Now, the one thing that we should all desire is to please God. Just like King David. Now, he wasn't a perfect man. We all know he has some issues, multiple issues. God's not looking at that. Your flesh, your flesh will always lead you into danger and destruction. All right. If you allow it to lead you, God saw his heart. Right. He looks at our heart. He sees your heart. You could have done all kind of bad things in the past. He's not judging your sins. He knows your flesh is weak. All right. The spirit, the spirit is willing, but you got to allow the Lord, the spirit of Christ to reside inside of you. Right. And that's what the father is looking at. He's looking at what's in your heart. Now, watch this in Chronicles, second Chronicles 16, nine. I keep I keep this verse in my mind and I meditate on, meditate on, excuse me, every day. Because when you think about this for a second, it, it's going to make you really understand when you start reading the word, because watch, watch this for the eyes of the Lord travels to and fro throughout the whole earth. The whole earth seeking to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. That means at some point you have to pledge an allegiance to the Lord and to the word. All right. Loyalty is being having allegiance with him. that means that's you, you, you're walking. You're not going to you're not going to turn away. Right. You're not going to turn away. And if you sin, just repent of it. And to repent means to turn away and, 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 and stop doing those things. You know, confessing it is one thing, right? But to change your ways and turn away from that lifestyle is another. All right. So you have to follow what you say with actions. Faith without actions is dead, meaning your words become fruitless if you're not following it, following up with actions. All right. So when you repent and say, Father, forgive me for all the things that I have done. Don't continue to do them. You know, Jesus always told those that he healed back then. Sin no more. Because when you sin, you sin against your own body, your own flesh. That's the enemy gets. That's how the enemy gets into our flesh and cause havoc. And all these diseases and destruction and, and misery and all the things that comes along with his spirit, it comes part of you when you sin in the flesh. That why, that's why we have to walk in the spirit. You have to surrender. You got you to gotta let that go. At the end of the day, that's just not going to lead you nowhere but to destruction and death. The wages of sin is death. That's the word. That's the word of God. That's not my word. That's that's what God says about it. And, and you know, God, it is impossible for him to lie. He has no reason to lie. He created everything for us. He has no reason to lie to us. So when you read the word, read it with that understanding. Read it with that re reception. I mean, the Lord is telling us the truth here in his words. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice.
Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, Seek my face, my heart said to you, Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me. Now, Jesus, or now this is King David. Now, Jesus already made that promise. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Watch this. And that is so true because when you surrender, all right, and you have Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you ask for the Holy Spirit. Ask and you shall receive. Ask for the Holy Spirit. When you receive the Holy Spirit, that's the Lord there, right? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. It's all one. All right, so that's why Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And then most of us think, okay, well, how is that possible? There's billions of people on the earth. That's because the Holy Spirit resides within you. That's Jesus residing in you. So he's with you no matter what you're going through. You think, well, I'm in this alone. No, you're not. The Lord is with you. The Lord will see you through. Now you got to believe that in your heart and you got to read the word. You got to eat that good seed. You got to, you got to keep it in your heart. That's why Jesus said, keep it with patience. Don't give up on the word. Don't give up on what I have said, what I have promised, because I will see my word through. That's what the Lord says. His word will not come back void. If it's written, he will see it through. All right. As it is written also, O God of my salvation, verse 10, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Verse 10. Now watch this now. For those of you who are in a bad situation, meaning your parents have walked away, or if you're in some orphanage or foster care, whatever it may be, remember this verse. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. And that is a promise. All right. Verse 11. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries. For false witnesses have risen against me. And such as breathe out violence, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That is powerful. Now, that's King David. Now, watch this. Now, he ends with saying in verse 14, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Now, for those that are going through whatever it may be, and I know today's times are troubling, just remember that Jesus loves you and he sees you. There is nothing hidden from his sight. Understand that God loves you. He cares for you. You're not walking this life alone. Give Jesus a chance. You tried everything else. Give Jesus a chance and watch what he does in your life. Amen and God bless.